and welcome to Africa Stories in the 55. I'm Laura Angela Bagnetto. Today we have a very special guest at Minelik Restaurant here in Paris. Um, we're speaking to Hama Tuma, who is a political activist, a poet, and a writer. And you live in exile in Paris. Thank you so much for coming on our program today. Thank you for inviting me. So you have a considerable body of work, um, the novel Kedada Chereka. You have a short story collection called The Case of the Socialist Witch Doctor and Other Stories and many, many more. But today we're going to talk about Just a Nobody, which is a collection of poetry that you have put together recently from other books. Can you tell us about this collection in your own words? Well, the collection was made by friends in London. They picked from my books the poems they liked. They did this is just a nobody collection, a small collection of excerpts from my different poems in Amharic and in English, because I've written in both, more in Amharic than in English, and that's how it came about. Your words are especially defiant in this book. This is a new collection, as, as you said, and there's a lot of focus on Ethiopia, but Africa as a whole. And yet, although these words were written some time ago, they are quite important for today, especially in the context of Ethiopia. That is a sad situation because it means nothing has changed. If they are written a long, long time ago and they are still relevant, it means uh, we are not in a situation that we can be very hopeful, bright, optimistic and all that, you know. So things have not changed in Ethiopia and also in Africa, it's the same thing going on and on and on. So let's just talk briefly about the anti-government protests that began in 2015 in Ethiopia, in the Oromia, and then spread to the Amhara region. Um, hundreds, perhaps thousands have died. It's interesting because you have a poem about the Derg, the mass killings that happened during the Derg. Do you see, you said things haven't changed, but do you see a connection between the two? Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, <clears throat> this one is as bad as the one before. The one before claimed to be socialist, pro-Soviet, and all that, you know. So in the name of a wrong uh, ideology, she didn't understand what it was. It unleashed uh, what what it called the Red Terror and killed all hundreds of thousands of our uh, brothers and sisters and uh, nationals. This, this ones came, pushed by the Americans, supported by the West. They came and they set up an ethnic federal system, which is, which is not really any federal. It's a domination of one minority Tigrayan group, around 6 million maximum, over 94 million people. There is no decentralization. They, they set up regional Bantustan type uh, things they call Kalil, based on ethnicity. And then they are the dominant part of all this. If, if they say Oromia or Amhara, and this, it's not really the Amhara and the Oromia people who are in, in, in charge. It's the Tigrayan people from the north who have come down and who are, who are controlling everything. And there is much corruption. They have stolen billions of dollars from Ethiopia. Nothing has changed. The World Bank talks of economic, double-digit economic development, which is not true. Of course, there are buildings. The buildings have no electricity, have no water. So it's one of the stinkiest cities in the world, according to Forbes. Of six, of six dirtiest cities in the world, one is Addis Ababa. But some of them, they just want to present another... It's a dictatorship. So a dictatorship, minority, it cannot control the people without, without force. There's one uh, poem that I love you to read. This is the one when I asked you about the jerk. Could you read it in Amharic and in English? Because we'd love to hear both. In Amharic it says, 
አምራች ጠፍቶ በገሪቱ ኮከብ አብራች አንድ ተገኘ ማነብሉት ሞት ነኝ ያለ in the time of the dark horse cropped up everywhere nobody could find work except for a single shining man who are you i asked my name is desi said Well, I wanted to ask you about a point that you brought up and it's one that is usually trotted out by uh, by the Ethiopian government and that is a double digit growth also um positive agricultural policies positive toward dealing with climate change um but as you said the perception in the west is quite different from what is happening on the ground and i noted that you have a poem that um speaks to that and i was hoping you could read it I walked by the Nile, trekked up the Dacian mountains, crossed the deserts of Afarland, the Alatis, the Ogaden. I've seen the Nile, the Ibex, the Chilada and the Lion Cups. I've seen the carts and the brave in battle. I've seen crowded markets and noisy weddings. I've seen men black, brown, even red. I reduced falashas of lead. I broke my bread with many shifters. I've seen famine more than once and tired of counting terror, the terror's uh, severed heads. the casualties and the forgotten dead i've seen my country down the river of its tears but i've never seen the 13 months of sunshine that you see in the tourist ads so i mean this really speaks to the fact that that the perception is different from the reality yeah when they say there is the double digit growth and there is change there is improvement we see on the ground where almost 100 million now are 100 million the majority of people have their lives improved nothing the ones who are having it good and uh, having all the luxuries and enjoying themselves as the ruling elite and those associated with them were very small minority and some show showcases you know like a, a tram in the city it is not a priority but they used to call them white elephant projects you know in africa in the past that they are there but just to show they do nothing for you so economically the improvement of the life of our people is not there even now we have more than 10 million people ask, waiting for food aid half a million children are on the street they sleep there you see for us the index is that the peasant in the country the rural areas has their life improved absolutely not most of the agriculture is controlled by the company of the ruling elite you don't have any hope then for the, at least for the immediate future of how things are going to pan out immediate future i think uh, the struggle we are trying to uh, to assure that the struggle continues that is not stopped halfway they are on the verge of going we want to assure that realistically what can be done you know so that what we are afraid of uh, is also that the regime has pushed the tigrayan people away from most of the ethiopian people by saying this is our regime they hate us because we are tigrayans and all this you know and so if you see if there is a demonstration anywhere you europe or in america there is not one tigrayan who comes out really in support of that they may not support the, the regime but they don't want to be associated with it. so there could be a anti tigrayan feeling you see justified that's becoming stronger even now the more they kill the more they, they create a situation of revenge and uh, settlement of accounts you know and uh, that may be what they will be getting if all goes well if they get some hair brains which they do, i don't think they have they will find a good solution of going away out without without being massacred otherwise the general sentiment with Ethiopians against the existing regime is very 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 angry very explosive your last poem i think would be a perfect thing to end on because it's uh, very powerful and i think perhaps it ties in with what you have to say oh perseverance 
I live beyond my means, stretching the limits of life, refusing to know my place or accept my fate. The moon is started, my sky is full of holes, and I'm hungry, thirsty, tired of burning bodies under the sky. But at least I have lived beyond my means, refusing to know my place or burned before my fate. Thank you, Hamad Tuman, political activist, writer, poet, and the author of Just a Nobody here at Menelik Restaurant in Paris. I'm Laura Angela Benito, and you've been listening to Africa Stories in the 55. Thank you. Thank you for it. We hope you've enjoyed Africa Stories in the 55 today. We have a signed copy of a book of Hamatuma's poetry, Just a Nobody, that will go to one lucky listener. Would you like a copy of Just a Nobody? Some poems that you've heard here on the program today? Write in to Stories in the 55 at rfi.fr. That's all one word, Stories in the 55, the number 52 times, at rfi.fr. Be sure to tell us what book you're reading right now or tell us about your favorite book. We'll announce the winner on air. Thanks for listening to Africa, Stories in the 55. <laughs>